You're listening to the Wine and Wedding Wednesday podcast. I'm your host, Megan Helm, a wedding photographer of eight years, a dog mom to two, and a wine lover. I'll be here on Wednesdays with a glass of wine, ready to dive into all things weddings and business. Think of this as happy hour with your photog bestie. I'm going to keep these episodes as bite-sized as possible, but packed with tons of info to help wedding business owners better serve their clients and for couples to plan their dream wedding with all the tips from the pros. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Wine and Wedding Wednesday podcast. This is episode three, and we are so excited that you're here. Today's topic is so important in this industry as clients are looking to book wedding vendors. The topic today is questions to ask potential wedding vendors. So while today's topic is more geared towards couples who are looking at booking vendors, it's also pretty applicable to wedding vendors out there to be prepared on potential questions that clients could ask you and so that you have an answer for them that is honest and truthful and really showcases um, your product or your service and allows the clients to kind of see how working with you would be. So without further ado, I'm going to dive into the topic as soon as I tell you guys what wine I'm drinking today. So today I am enjoying a nice Clos de Bois Chardonnay. This is one of my favorite um, white wines. I don't typically like Chardonnays because they tend to be a little on the drier side, but this Chardonnay, I get it at Costco. It's very affordable. Um, I don't even remember what it is, but like, it's not, it's not a price that makes me want to cry. It's super affordable. It tastes great. And it's honestly, it's got a very like smooth buttery finish. So my mouth doesn't feel like super dry after I drink it. I just love it. If you're a white wine kind of person, Clos de Bois, it's their Chardonnay. I love it. Again, not sponsored, but if any wineries want to sponsor me, we are open for this. So let's dive into today's topic. So questions to ask potential wedding vendors. Well, the first question that you should ask is, are they available? So on my website, our contact page includes event date or desired session date because we book things other than weddings. And so I like to just ask if they have like a date in mind. Some people don't have a date in mind for um, regular sessions, but for weddings, I will not book a wedding without a date. And I don't know how most other vendors work wedding planners might be a little different um because sometimes wedding planners get involved before a date and a venue are actually booked but typically most wedding vendors require that you have a solid event date before they book you and once you know that they're available it's also important to know what their booking policies are so we don't hold dates without a formal official booking and that means For us, as I record this podcast, we require $1,000 down and that holds your date and that's your retainer. So you are reserving me or one of my um, team members for your wedding day. And then we have a signed agreement that we require um, our couples to sign as well. And we require that both the bride and the groom or the bride and the bride or the groom and the groom, we require them to sign the contract. So both members um, of the wedding party are going to be signing this contract because my contract is with my couple, not with their parents, even if their parents are paying, not with their aunt, even though their aunt might be paying, not with their sister, it is with the couple. So um, that's just a best practice. And 
moving from that, the next question should be, can we see your contract? What does the contract entail? Because the contract is going to detail everything from the payment schedule to the timeline, how the process works for them, when you'll have certain meetings. The contract is there to protect the business, but it should also protect you as a client. So the contract should detail what the photographer or other vendor expects from you. So for example, in my contract, I make sure that the clients are aware of our editing style. I let them know that we expect that they provide us with a hot meal. Um, I specify hot meal over a guest meal because sometimes plates per person are super expensive. And I've had couples who have like ordered pizza for all their vendors, which is like totally fine. As long as it's something like warm and you know, we've got, you know, you're not just ordering like a salad from Subway or something like that. And, um, uh, yeah, so a meal, we make sure that they're aware of our editing style. We go over the timeline, like when can they expect their photos to be delivered? It details travel fees. It details copyright. I mean, there's so much that goes into the contract and that is all there. There's a lot of things in there to protect our business. There are also things in there to protect our clients. For example, the client expects that I'm going to be punctual. The client expects that I'm going to be dressed appropriately for the venue. Um, some churches, uh, like a Catholic church, for example, may not allow sleeveless tops. And so it's important that we are dressed appropriately for the venue that we're photographing at, right? Um, they expect us to be prompt in our communication. They expect us to um, get along with their guests. They expect us to meet certain deadlines. And so all of those things are outlined in the contract. And Clients, don't be afraid to ask a vendor if something in the contract doesn't make sense and definitely don't sign it without reading it in full. Now, my contract was written by an attorney and she is a creative business owner, so she understands photography, but she is also a lawyer and so she understands the law and a vendor could put, I mean, realistically, a vendor could put whatever they want in a contract, but will it hold up in court is a totally different question. So just making sure that you read through the contract and understand what's in it is super, super, super important. Um, I have had clients ask questions about certain things in the contract that just didn't make sense. Um, and once, you know, we explain it to them or whatever, um, you know, I've, I've never had anyone have an issue with our contract, but um, it's good to have an explanation for potential questions that they might ask. Um, so for example, I have the travel fee section of my contract and it says, this is what we charge per mile um, after this many miles. And so I've had clients come back and ask me, oh, do I have to pay a travel fee? But if they're within my service area that I don't charge a travel fee for, I tell them and there's um, an appendix at the end of the contract and that details like their specific costs, their package that they've booked, who their photographer is, what their date is, what the addresses are, and it also details uh, travel estimates for the wedding and the engagement session. So like, for example, let's say a couple books me and they have said, well, we want wedding photos in Yosemite, but their wedding, actual wedding day is in uh, Fresno. Fresno is in my service area, so there's gonna be a zero travel estimate for their wedding. But for their engagement session in Yosemite, there is going to be a travel fee for that. And so that would be outlined in that section of the contract. Okay, um, other questions to ask wedding vendors is, 
can you see a gallery of work that they've done? This applies for photographers and planners and DJs. They should have photos of what it's like to work with them. What is it like to have so-and-so as your DJ? How does the party look? How do the people look when you look at those images or the videos that they take from events that they have worked at? All of that stuff will just give you a better idea of what it's like. And if you've attended a wedding that you know the planner or the caterer or somebody has um, worked at, that's even better because then you've at least had some real life experience um, with that vendor prior to your wedding day. If your vendor provides like a physical product, so photographers, we provide images, maybe an album. Um, florists obviously provide um, you know, your bouquets and your boutonnieres and stuff like that. So making sure that you know um, how you're going to receive the items, when you're going to receive the items, um, how long you can keep them if they're like a rental item, when they have to be picked up, how they have to be picked up, where they need to be. All of those things are important questions that maybe your contract will detail, um, but it's also um, something really important to just ask them so that you know where things are supposed to be. This is also why I recommend to all of our clients to have at least a day of coordinator if you can't afford like a full wedding planner. A day of coordinator is going to help look at all of those details. They're going to look at how long each vendor is booked and make sure that your timeline aligns with their timeline. They're going to look at where your rentals need to be and when. They're going to look at where the florist is going to drop off the flowers. They're going to look at what time the baker is going to drop off the cake. They're going to look at all of that stuff so you don't have to worry about it as a client. If you can look and afford a day of coordinator, I highly recommend at least getting a day of coordinator because it's, and I feel like day of coordinator is totally misleading because at least from my experience, most of the, I'm doing air quotes here, coordinators that I have worked with they do more than just the day of, right? It's like month of really, because they have to contact your vendors. They have to get a timeline set up. They have to make sure that rentals are dropped off at a certain time and here and there. So they're basically organizing the logistics of making sure that everything that needs to be at your wedding gets to your wedding at the time that it needs to be there. So again, that's just why I recommend having a wedding planner or day of coordinator. Um, and then for more of a photography based question, um, a couple questions that you could ask a photographer is, um, what's your favorite photo and why, um, what kind of equipment do you use? Do you have backup gear and, uh, have you ever photographed, you know, insert a culture here? Um, have you ever photographed a Indian wedding? Have you ever photographed a Chinese tea ceremony? Have you ever photographed a Jewish wedding? Um, have you ever photographed a wedding in a Catholic church? Can I see photos from a wedding in a church like that? Those are important questions to ask just so that you know that your photographer is prepared or you can help prepare them. If they haven't photographed, you know, an Indian wedding before, maybe you can walk them through what to expect throughout the day and what you expect from them so that they know what important moments are. If the wedding is going to be in a language that the photographer doesn't understand, um, I don't speak very good Spanish. And I have photographed weddings where the whole ceremony was in Spanish. So it's hard for me to know like what's going on, but the planner gave me a list of 
what was happening and when. So I knew when I needed to come back to center aisle to get the first kiss. Um, so those types of things are just important to communicate with your photographer and other vendors so that they're prepared for situations like that. And that is my list of questions to ask a wedding vendor. I'm sure I could do 500 different variations of this episode, so there will probably be more. Be prepared for that. But I hope this was helpful for you guys. And in the show notes, I'm going to link all of these questions so you guys um, can look at that. And I will also link back to a pretty old blog. Maybe I'll go up and update it, but I had a blog on questions to ask your wedding photographer. And so I will share that link in the show notes as well. And I look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. You've just heard another episode of the wine and wedding Wednesday podcast. If you just can't wait for the next episode, give us a follow on Instagram. We're at wine and wedding Wednesday. I pop in there occasionally to answer questions and chat with you guys. Please reference the show notes for any links that we talked about in today's episode, and I will catch you next week. Cheers.